sorry, what, sh- what show do you want to watch? Well, I wanted to watch that, I don't know, it's like The Rise of the Pink Ladies. What is that? It's like a, it's like a Grease. Oh, What is cool. it called? What, spinoff? Kind of, it's oh. like a, yeah, about the rise yep. of the Pink Ladies. Of, and Tanessa's ah. very into that, but another streaming service, so... I'm just starting to stick to my guns and being like, we're watching just good old paid cable. <laughs> Dang it. We're watching commercials. We're <laughs> Commercials are the best. That's how you find out about all the things that you're supposed to buy. I actually, I love commercials. I do. Because if it's a good commercial and you can make me like chuckle or appreciate it, I will buy your product. Just have, out of principle, even if I yeah. don't need it, I'll buy yeah, it. Yeah, of course. That's, that's, uh, that's how it works. Like that's what, uh, that's our role in that's society. That's so interesting. Because I... If I see a commercial for something, I make a note to never buy it. Really? What? But what if it makes you laugh? And I'm like, that's creative. It won't, it won't make me laugh because I know it was made in a boardroom. Nothing about it. It can't be funny by principle. Wow. I always picture, because you watch those shows of like the marketing ad people, that somebody's like, I have a great idea. And, and they're always idea the was worst picked. people. <laughs> no. All those shows are about how, how they're such awful people. They do anything. Oh, you, you watch different shows than me. I watch Maybe. the one where it's like the person who just really wants to make a, a splash and they're creative. Are you basing your perception of reality of the real world based on what you see on TV? 100%. Caleb? Oh, oh, oh and Caleb. Of both of us. Yes. But Caleb for the other, for like the opposite reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe. This is, remember back in the day we said we were going to do a podcast where Caleb talks about all the horrible things that happened to him and I talk about all the good things? <laughs> oh, this is that podcast? Balances. I, I listened to this podcast this week, guys. Yeah? And, uh, and I enjoyed it. And <laughs> we have two new listeners. What? They're, Who? I, cr- I made them. You um, made them? Very you, oh, literally. You forced them to listen. No. Your no, children. like I actually oh, made the listeners. You created the listeners. And wow. both of them didn't ah. even know I had a podcast <laughs> or was on a podcast. And both uh. of them have subscribed and Tanessa gave us five stars. Oh, um, I, and, I haven't even looked at reviews. Yeah. Well, I don't know. On Spotify, she gave us five stars. Yeah, and she them. said she would rate us based legitimately on how she felt. And she's a tough critic. Oh, yeah? Okay. And she well, I don't chuckled. buy it. I think she's, I think she's, there's oh, a also there. Pump, no. pump the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So I did say I'd shout them out. So Olivia and Tanessa, mommy loves you. Yay! Thanks Olivia for Tanessa. listening. We love having you as listeners. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Welcome to the Robot Factory. <laughs> this is a podcast where Caleb and Dela complain about the various things in life they like and don't like. Um, we also try to build some software to try and sell it. I am one of your co-hosts, Jonathan Bowers, and with me as usual, Caleb Sharp and Dela Duford. <laughs> what? Don't look so disappointed. I don't know why you insist on speaking in a way that makes it difficult to deal with the audio files. You're just like, way too fast. Or <laughs> oh, I do have a problem with speaking fast, but I think I have that problem in real life, too. Yeah. I don't find you speak too fast in real either. life, but um, yep. sometimes on the podcast, you just rattle through things. That's fine. It's fine. We'll leave it in. Um, we have, so we have two new listeners. So la- not last week, we, we skipped recording last week for um, scheduling reasons, but previous week we got two emails from listeners. Two people messaged in. So Chris's mom. Chris's mom she, listens too? She listens too. She she emailed she emailed in, uh, Carrie Ann. She emailed and said she wants us to talk a little bit about uh, some of the history 
of Two Story Robot because she remembers when it was just two slash three of us. Um, so she wants to hear that that story. So we'll do that at some point. I like um, that. And she had some lovely things to say. Uh, I also think she likes to buy our swag. She is a big swag fan. Uh, nice. She was one of the few people that bought. Uh, we made masks once at the beginning of the pandemic. We custom made some masks with custom fabric. It was very, very cool. I was very excited about those. Uh, she bought some of those. Um, yeah, so she made some content requests, um, which we'll, we will do. So, hi, Chris's mom. Hi, Chris's mom. Uh, awesome. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then, so the other email that we got was from my friend Chad. Um, he is a uh, operations person at a startup, tech startup. He liked the hiring app idea. Um, and we, Dale and I, we had a conversation with him yesterday, the day before, um, and just kind of chatted through like what, what we do and why we built it and what they do. So they're also very values oriented. Uh, they've defined, they've spent a bunch of time defining their values. They have, um, we call them values in action statements. Like we will do this. Uh, this is like, this is how we live our values. Um, so they have those as well. Uh, which is which is super cool. And so we just kind of talked through how our approach to hiring is in line with what they want to do for hiring too. And he, yeah, he liked the idea of the app. He gave us a ton of feedback, a bunch of different ideas, and it was super cool. I loved it. I thought it was wonderful. I, If Chad is listening, I feel like Chad should have a podcast because I swear I could have listened to him <laughs> for hours. <laughs> it was so interesting. He had, and, Caleb, he, oh. he ended up having to use props. He like, he, he had a, what I thought was a whiteboard behind him, but I guess it wasn't, but I thought he was going to like, wall. yeah, get, get the marker out and start drawing. And then he had these, they, they looked like Petri dishes. I don't know why he has those, but made a was, Venn diagram. yeah, I was making a Venn diagram <laughs> with Petri dishes. It was, it was wonderful. Mm. Uh, it was super awesome. Yeah. It was some, it was. yeah, good. What, what, what were some of the things that you felt like you learned from that conversation? I really like to hear his history and what he's done and uh, like Mm -hmm. the arc of companies and and where this product maybe fits in with types of companies. Um, He was, I I thought he gave us a lot of great information about people who might be interested Mm -hmm. in a product like this. Um, Probably not your like thousand employee company, but a small company who's really looking for that values fit um, or small to medium company. So that was nice. It, it kind of opened up my eyes about what, like, yeah, target kind of user is. Yeah, yeah, um, our target market. Yeah, so so that was fantastic. And I, I love hearing when people share values um, with us and have spent that time building values for their company and how important that is to them. So uh, it, it was just really neat. I Yeah, again, I'd like to hear him talk more about it. So mm-hmm. make well, a podcast, be- Chad. And make <laughs> I I swear he had a podcast. He he could be a special guest. Yeah, well we'll have him on. Sure, we'll chat yeah. with him once we once great. we uh, get some more product built. What like what yes. do we have to do for the product? Like we don't have well, to do a ton more, right? No, we don't. Um, yesterday Clark sent me a video, and MVP is I think it's there. It's ready for like if people want to beta test it. Okay. Or just like mess around in it. Um, Give us like another day of development and then maybe they can sign up for a beta test. Email Sweet. in. 
if you're listening. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how many people we <laughs> have who listen who are in a position to hire some folks, but but maybe they know somebody. Uh, yeah, actually, do either of your kids are they? Do they have roles coming up in the next couple of months? They want to hire for. My kids, yes. Yeah. Tessa yeah? is a major company already. Oh, actually, awesome. she could be, but no. oh, she's probably yeah, she's probably too advanced for for what we have. She is. She's got an she's HR Fortune, department. Fortune five hundred. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the I think one of the interesting things that uh, came up when we were chatting with Chad, uh, two two things that actually uh, stuck out to me. One was where in the life cycle of a company um, a company would be that they would be a good fit for us, and it's it's not it's probably not like your first hire because um, I don't think I don't think you've gone through some of the some of the necessary issues that I think you would benefit from, but uh, potentially, I think potentially at that low end, if you're just making your first hire, I think there's some opportunity, Um, but not those huge companies that have HR teams and hiring committees and have like this whole process. Um, It's before that. It's, it's just past the, the stage of I've got a spreadsheet and me and the other founder and a couple of the employees are like gathering you know, applications and throwing them into a spreadsheet and sort of like willy nilly just going through and and ranking some things. Um, We're past that, past that stage. Um, So I feel like that, that was really helpful to just sort of like clarify who we might be targeting. I don't think it's just tech companies though. Like I don't think that's the case. Um, So I like that. And then the other, the other thing that, that we talked about a little bit, which had me thinking kind of the, the rest of the day or the rest of the night was, um, even just coming up with these questions that we would ask, uh, and just to remind everyone, so how, how this, how this works is, uh, w- the way we hire is we post a job, but we don't ask for resume and cover letter. We ask you to answer three values oriented questions. Um, first They're, it's pretty short. Um, there's like a paragraph each to, to write, um, but coming up with those questions is actually pretty hard. Um, and e- e- even even for us, like, I mean, we tried this. We, we kind of used the same questions. Um, but there, one of the questions is not a good question, and so we need to change it. And But that's probably one of the, one of the hurdles to adopting something like this is what, what kind of questions should I ask? And so the thing that I thought was interesting that came up was can we provide some resources to help define those? Can we just define the questions up front, that might be kind of nice, although that feels a little cookie cutter, perhaps. Um, and is there an opportunity for a community around some of this? Like, I would love for for Chad and I to to be chatting about this and saying, like, oh yeah, no, I love I love what you've done. Like these these questions that you're using feel like some of them align with what what we would want to do. And just just getting some feedback with each other around the hiring process and how to how to onboard new employees or hire new employees or recruit new employees for an organization that's very values oriented. And so I love, I love the idea of potentially, yeah, just finding some like-minded folks and just putting them together and seeing sort of what comes out. Um, so that, that stuck out to me as, as a really interesting, uh, I don't know if it's a feature of the product necessarily, but like something that we could try to work with uh, or work towards within our product. Yeah, I like that idea. I love the idea of communities um, of any kind, but around a, a product like this, being able to mm-hmm. work with each other and create kind of that little values ecosystem. So that's yeah. a neat idea. Yeah. They could come up with suggested questions or... 
yeah as a small company we have we have some some things that we do that we've got very strong opinions about like this is how we should do things other things we don't know how to do and to have a like a guide that says just you know if you're anything like this right like getting some process or some like loose loose ideas just off the shelf and say ah oh, that that completely resonates with what i want to do let me just follow this the script so to speak um, modify a few things that that i need to modify and just run with it so somebody's already kind of done the thinking for us um that that would be really really exciting for for certain kinds of things right and i think i think for some organizations hiring their fifth or sixth or maybe the first person like that might be one of them is how to do this better and why why is it better or at least what not better but why did we like it and why does you know chad like it and and all these all the other customers that we're going to go and get um why do they like that i i also liked thinking more about what the product does how chad really likes the fact that it anonymizes anonymizes isn't that a muppet anyways (laughs) you can smile caleb you're trying not to (laughs) he doesn't know what that is that's from the muppet show you know what it's actually so it's actually originally a song that's older that's like an italian song or something a what? Fun fact. Oh yeah. my goodness! Okay, we're getting schooled by a twenty-year-old here. Yep. <laughs> yep. Muppet history. <laughs> um, but it, it's great because I think we've talked in previous podcasts about the first time we did this without an app. My job was to anonymize uh, yeah. it, and that took a lot of time, and me really trying to go through all of their answers and remove anything that could that could hint at who they were or any like background. So this just kind of will do it for you. Yeah, yeah, just just cut all that out. I, I had thought, you know, I've got some ideas around how to how to make that even better. I won't share on the podcast mm-hmm. just yet, but um, we'll we'll talk about some of those ideas. Um, yeah, that you know, f- for trying to improve an organization's diversity, equity, and inclusion, one of the things you can do is just anonymize anonymize those questions so that that bias and uh is removed and you get a little bit more diverse talent pool or diverse applicant pool i think is 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 beneficial and we we saw it you know when we did that we saw way more diversity in the folks that not only applied but like ranked high um and it was it was a it was a hope that we could do that um and and the couple of times we did that, it, it seemed to be true, right? We had a lot, a lot more diversity in the yes. the top the top section of the um, applicant pool. Um, Chad pointed out he wonders if that is a um, selection bias, and because our application process isn't uh, cover letter and resume and is values oriented questions, it tends to tends to select for people that are more values oriented. Which is fine, I think. Like that's what we want, anyways. But, yeah. um, y- you know, I don't. I don't know that that it's exactly causal. Um, I think it's possibly just more of a selection, a selection bias. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to think about. I'm excited to push on it some more. I want to talk with someone else about it. Yes. Who can we talk to? I know we talked. We you said you have a friend who's a HR professional. I, do. I have somebody who's an HR professional. Um, I also want to talk with uh, the person who helped us define all of these values. Um, she's she's wonderful, Sadie. Um, I want to talk to her about it. 
do we think we could just even just run it by those three people before next time we record and see like yeah, I know the HR you, people that that I would the HR person that I would talk to. Um, she, she doesn't do. I don't think she does a lot of like tech, tech HR stuff. She's helped us on some things, um, but I don't think I don't think her standard clientele is tech. Um, so I wouldn't mind sort of getting getting that insight from somebody outside of tech because we talked to somebody in tech. Uh, we're yes. tech. Um, uh, I think we can get some like Main Street, Main Street type businesses. Um, through this HR consultant, uh, yeah. Who, who do you think you would be able to talk to besides your yeah, HR? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to my. Well, besides my HR, I'll talk to my HR person, and then I don't know. Let me think on it. Okay. We just renewed our Chamber of Commerce membership. Uh, we did. Huh. Maybe I should go to one of those. Finally, <laughs> I didn't go at all last year. I wanted to. I just I didn't get a chance. Huh. I didn't know we had a membership that needed to be renewed. Yeah, we bought one last year when the when they came and did a cool presentation about all the great things they do, and I thought, ah, oh, I love I love what they're doing, and I want to support this, and then did and you, I want to go to, go to any of them. No nope. the mixers. No, I I didn't. Um, I did I, I did I did those. read some of the emails, and I did I did fill out a couple of the surveys. So I feel like that value exchange was maybe lopsided, but <laughs> it depends um, how much membership is, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's not cheap, but it's not. It's not gads of money. I think you missed out on all the free food. I think that was the main. I, I think you have to pay for those. I don't know. Oh, maybe uh, you do. Yeah, I don't Discounted know. Discounted food. So let's, yeah, let's, uh, maybe I'll go and check out some Chamber of Commerce folks and see. And, and I probably get some introductions to some folks too. Um, okay. Let's see. Let's see where this goes. Okay. Sounds good. I've got all my right. homework. Dela loves her homework. I do. Okay, Caleb, sorry you didn't do a lot of talking, so you can uh, close us off and finish with any kind of anecdote you want. Ooh, any anecdote. But you have, to, you have to close us off first. Okay, I'll try and do that. And quickly, because i got to pee before my next meeting. <laughs> You've been listening to The Robot Factory. I've been your host, Caleb Shard. I've been Dale Duford. And I've been Jonathan Bowers. I don't have any anecdotes. I can't give anecdotes on command. They just kind of come to me. Okay. Wait, what did I... Okay, actually, anecdote. I, I sold a bunch of virtual skins on a video game. So, like, nothing real for, um, like, $700. And I bought a, a Steam Deck, which is like a little portable computer thing for playing video games. What? Yeah. And you sold skins that's i don't like that word i've never liked that word. i get it but <laughs> it's not <laughs> selling skins, not hannibal lecter so. skins but a, for guns, like little so. costumes oh for guns yeah they just make them look different and oh. they're worth hundreds of dollars in this one specific game so that my was my goodness yeah, that's my anecdote i got a free steam deck for nothing nice wow <laughs> good job caleb yes i'm very proud of you <laughs>